you know when you're working a night shift and it's 3 a.m. and it's like, are we drunk or delirious? I'm Emily. And I'm Hannah. And you're listening to Drunk or Delirious, a night shift podcast. everyone <laughs> we're it's here been, it's been a month what's up what's it going has on been a minute i know what's new what's new everyone <laughs> <laughs> we were consistent there for a little while but um we were life happened then life did happen it was really tough to find time and that's okay you know what we both have so much going on it can be really yes. difficult but all the trips, all the fun things this summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What have you been up to? Summer's hard. Mm-hmm. What have you been up to? I mean, I know. Oh, but, gosh. You, know, you can tell the listeners. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, not, I, not this past week. A couple weekends ago, I went up to Steamboat Springs, up to the mountains, and Hannah flew oh out and came as well. I was there. <laughs> Hannah was there and it was so fun and we went hiking and then we went and floated down the river um and that was so fun got super sunburnt mm-hmm. um I'm still peeling. and yeah same same my feet are peeling because <laughs> pretty much the rest of my body was fine but my feet got um Chaco tan line so there's beautiful triangles on my feet um and oh gosh what else yeah then we um went to Chicago the weekend after that for a wedding and that was a freaking blast and a half I'm obsessed with Chicago um I don't know if y'all have ever been but it's beautiful um like the city is so pretty right like you know along the river and along the lake it's like you're at an ocean but then I don't know it was just lovely absolutely lovely and i definitely want to go back so yeah and then i've been trying to recover since then and like get back into a schedule with life and school and everything so it's just been living that married life Mm -hmm. no different than before (laughs) yeah (laughs) no different yeah but that's okay yeah Yeah. what about you what have you been doing I was also in Steamboat with you. (laughs) That was so fun. Yeah. And that was kind of back-to-back Colorado trips, you know, with your wedding and then back in Steamboat. Mm -hmm. That was so fun. And then um, I was home for like a day and then I drove to Maine, where I've been ever since. So, yeah, my family, you know this, but – to, to to the listeners, my family has like houses up here, so um, it's just really peaceful, and there's no cell service, and the Wi-Fi is like, you know, not really that great. So it's been a struggle to even hop on and like record and find a good spot to sit mm-hmm. and record and stuff. But overall, it's just been really relaxing and just been like 
going down to the dock and paddleboarding and like um, hiking. And I went to Acadia this past weekend and um, it's just beautiful. And I've been having a wonderful time so, with family and and um, my cousins. And yeah, it's it's been very special. So yeah, <laughs> sounds lovely. It really yes. does. Yes. And here we are. Here we are. All the things. And then I'll be home for a little bit. And then I I go to Chicago. So I'm excited to check it out. And then um, I am home for like two days. And then I go to Bali. And then I go to Hawaii. And then I uh, move somewhere. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Big things. Lots of big trips you've got coming up, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> Sounds mildly exhausting, but it's going to be stressed. amazing. <laughs> I'm stressed. Yeah, but, um, but it's going to be Listening fine. to that is very overwhelming, but so we might be taking a, like a little break. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unless we can uh, like Pop batch them. record a ton of episodes, but. We'll see. Happen, we'll yeah. see. We'll see what happens. We'll see. Um, we'll see how this one even turns out. I hope. I hope it uploads and my audio is okay. But time yeah, will tell. Fingers We're crossed. Honestly, We're guys. In We're in it. Um, yeah, lots of good stuff coming up. The only real thing that I have coming up next is Travcon. Ah. Oh. So. Yeah, Hannah and I are going to TravCon <laughs> um, September. We are going to be there September 16th to 20th. And so we'll, we want to kind of try and do maybe a meetup or something. Um, we'll give you guys more details on that once we get to planning it. Um, yeah. But we would love to meet y'all. So, so fun. We'll keep you posted. Mm-hmm. Even if we could do we like a group dinner posted. or like just meet up for drinks somewhere or whatever. Mm-hmm. It'd be fun. It'd yeah, be fun. and. I think so too. And I know Hannah and I like talking about going hiking. So maybe we could do, I know TravCon's doing their own group hike and I haven't even talked to Hannah about this, but you have to pay money to do it. And I don't really feel like doing that. And it's literally from like 7, 45 a.m. to 3 p.m. And I'm like, what? Um, So if maybe we could do our own group it's like so long. Um, We could do our own group hike meetup or something like that. but I think that would be so much fun. That would be but fun. we'll keep you guys posted. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. I can't wait. It's all the exciting things coming up. As always. Seriously. We're always. Busy. There's always something. It's, <laughs> which is great. Like, I love being busy. It can be overwhelming. But right now, I don't have video, really anything coming up um, for a couple weeks, which is, like, very nice. Because I was so busy there for a while and then it yeah. just like continued after the wedding and I was like, oh my God, I need to like lay down for Right, a week. just actually recuperate. I feel like you never even got to yeah. fully recuperate from the wedding itself and then you yeah. just were like, it travel, travel, like travel, travel, travel. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. But it's okay. But, it's okay. It's but. all good stuff. Except for the topic all of our fun. podcast today. <laughs> It's not very fun. Actually. Yeah, this is a yeah a little bit of a, a lot bit of a heavier episode. Um, yeah, <laughs> just jumping right back Damn. into it. God damn! I mean, 
<sighs> I feel like it's important for us to talk about these things within our mm-hmm. um, field. And unfortunately, sure. we just are not safe. <laughs> um, yeah. We were just going to talk about the, the shooting that happened a couple of days ago. So we're recording on the 26th. Um, and there was a shooting in a labor and delivery unit in a hospital in Portland, Oregon, two days ago on the 24th. Mm-hmm. So there's like not a yep. whole lot of information out about it, but we'll kind of go over what we understand happened. And then we just, we're going to talk about like violence against nurses and other healthcare workers and in, in the hospital and other um, healthcare settings. And, you know, it's just mm-hmm. kind of depressing, but. It's uh, an important topic to talk about because big changes need to be made because I feel like innocent people are being sacrificed, which is ridiculous. Shouldn't mm-hmm. be dying doing your job. And it's like, you know, across the board with gun violence, but, um, yeah. you know, when it, when it also trans, I don't know, it's the same. Yeah. When it translates also into your house in the hospital, into the workplace and like, you're not feeling safe at work and you're not feeling safe going to the grocery store or anywhere, like we're sending your kids to to school. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Good Lord. Especially that I can't even. (laughs) My kids Mm. will never leave the house. Yeah. Mm -mm. They'll be living in a bubble. Um, (laughs) Kidding, but still yeah, terrifying. But it's, but it's scary. Yeah, um, scary. Yes. So, yeah, the shooting it happened at Legacy Good Samaritan Hospital in Portland, Oregon, on uh, July twenty fourth on the labor and delivery unit. Uh, it was actually one of the the father of one of the babies that was responsible. His name. Um, he just recently changed his name to something that we can't really pronounce um his previous name was reginald <laughs> kane jackson but now he changed his name to it's like ponya x I, I can't tell if it's like ponya x or ponya x you know like if it's right. the x is like capitalized. yeah ponya x kane callis callis calles could be calles sure. actually <laughs> don't i'm not i'm not sure how to know. pronounce that name um, doesn't matter yeah. though because he is trash um yeah he held a history of arrests already um including charges for interfering with a peace officer whatever that is um reckless driving trespassing disorderly conduct assault two and four not sure what those are either sorry um, in 2015. Let me see if I can was, find out. Yeah, find out. And then he was also determined as a threat to safety of the community. Um, and he was expected to reoffend. And that was after he um, stabbed someone in the face. So. Oh, God. That's. Okay. Good. So assault two is injury caused to another person. Uh, a deadly weapon could be used. Such as uh, physical in the face. force applied to, yeah, a physical force applied to a peace officer, firefighter, bodily injury cause, like reckless behavior was with was the cause. A deadly weapon was used. Um, 
drug administered causing unconsciousness, mental impairment, like done without consent. So like, I guess like date rape drugs, you know, like putting roofies Mm -hmm. or something in someone's drink would be an assault. Interesting. I mean, yes, absolutely. But um, seriously, bodily injury caused um, and then bodily injury causes a result of strangulation. Those are all assault too. So that's pretty cool that he's you know, done all that. Mm. Um, and then assault in the fourth looks like, um, assault in the fourth degree of the person intentionally, knowingly, or recklessly causes physical injury to another, uh, with criminal, criminal negligence causes physical injury to another by means of a deadly weapon or with criminal negligence causes a serious physical injury to another who is a vulnerable user of a public way whatever that means to buy a motor vehicle okay so interesting so like not a good with a motor vehicle no like yeah <laughs> no <laughs> and then <laughs> i apparently he had threatened to punch the baby out of the mother and i read somewhere in oh. an article that the nurses had asked for him to be removed from the unit multiple times because he was like saying threatening shit but like no one took them seriously and then he killed someone yeah i feel like right that i mean we were kind of just touching on this before we started recording is that it's like sure we can you know call security and tell them that we're concerned but at what point do you like does it turn from just like a concern and like this parent needs to just go cool down and they'll be okay to like Mm -hmm. oh no they're gonna come back and they're gonna shoot someone Right. Like, you know, I don't I don't know what that distinction is for the security officers or like what the protocol is, you know, for certain hospitals and maybe it's like more difficult to kick someone out, but I don't I don't know. We've had parents completely banned from the unit before, so Yeah, it's scary and like, it's like you don't know that it's going to like you said take a turn to be like that serious until it kind of happens. I mean, unless they're going to be mm-hmm. as as direct and say i'm going to shoot you i'm going to kill you i'm going to bring a gun in here i think any of those yeah you're going to be banned like you're not going to be allowed in but if you're not explicitly saying that and you're just kind of making vague threats or or even just having like threatening behaviors i mean i don't know mm-hmm. can you really <laughs> ban a father from being in there to see his kid i mean or a mother but Uh, I feel like it's usually it's men, but. Right, right, right. Um, No, I mean, and I've had charge. I feel like it really depends on like your management and your charge nurses, but I've had charge nurses that are like, absolutely not. Like I'm writing this person up right now. They are not allowed to come back into this unit. Like, yeah, are very like, which is awesome. They're like, nope, my nurses don't feel safe. Like, no thank you and then other times yeah i don't know it's just like yeah and then we usually have like yeah their picture at the nurse's station or whatever so that Mm -hmm. if you see them on the camera or if you're the person at the desk checking their id or whatever so you know not to let them in but it also just gets me thinking about the security in general in nicus i mean both of us have worked in a lot of different nicus and i feel like Usually, yes, it's a locked unit. And usually, yes, mm-hmm. there's 
someone who is like letting people in. Now, like when I was in New York City, there was an actual security officer who was buzzing people in and out. But I feel like that's just because it was Harlem. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like most often it's like it's like a regular secretary. Like what the yeah. hell are they going to do? I mean, I would hate right, to have that job. Like, that's scary as fuck. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, terrifying. I don't know. It's very weird. I'm yeah, trying to find. And this was this is not like um, a direct threat, but this kind of freaked me out. And it just came to mind because it happened somewhat recently. But um, we I'm at work and there's like a mom – of the baby and then her mom at the bedside or something. And then the rule was you could only have two at the bedside at a time, but you can switch in and out. And then someone comes to the desk and it asks to see this one specific baby. And then the secretary like called the nurse and was like, Hey, can the grandfather for blah, 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 baby come back. And then the nurse like went to the family and was like, Hey, um, grandpa wants to come back. Did one of you want to switch out with him? And they were like, he's not here. Um, I'm texting him right now. He's not here. He's at home. And then, like, by the time the message got, like, relayed back there, like, the guy had, like, disappeared. And, like, no one knows who he was or, like, why he was trying to see this kid and stuff. And, like, we described him to the family. And they were like, I have no idea who that would be. So it's, like, it's creepy because it's, like, People can lie, you know, and and make their way into the unit. Or if, if like, you know that a baby's there, like, you can use their name and, like, pretend to be somebody. And, you, I mean, it's just scary. Oh, I don't like that. I know. It gave me, like, a really icky feeling. Uh Uh-huh. Like, what did they want? Usually you have to have, like, the MR number as well. Usually, yeah. You know? I feel like to get in or, Or like. like, a passcode or something. Mm Mm-hmm. Weird. Mm-mm. No, thank you. Yeah. I felt really icky. I was like, I'm going to leave now. I don't like that. And I bet those parents, like, I can't only imagine, like, how they felt. I mean, at least they saw that that person wasn't granted access to the NICU, but still, like. They're within the building, I, though. Would, like, uh-huh. they could be waiting for them in the parking like you, lot. Anyone like, can walk in to a hospital. Sure. Like, just walk in. You can also like, just follow a know, nurse but- in or like who's badging in like it's easy to just mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or dress I, like I mean that. there's been stories about people dressing up in scrubs and pretending yeah. to be employees I mean you can only do so much but it's I you mean a lot of things are overlooked if you look the part like you know because right. not all I'm not gonna like people- question people yeah yeah Mm, I don't like it. I know. It. I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. If you want to be evil, like, um, there's there's ways to be – there's ways to be evil. Yeah. Pe- evil people are going to, like, find a way. So yes. I, I hate that. But, yeah. Um, yeah, that makes me super uncomfy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But clearly, like, you know, so this guy – I don't know. Apparently he had a gun and came into the hospital. Um I found this article too that was kind of about it's about one of his friends that was talking about like he allegedly um drove 
the shooter as he was like fleeing the police, which is just strange. I don't know. It's a very confusing article, but I did know that in it, it said that this man claimed that the the shooter had an eight-year-old daughter and a newborn son, like we know the baby in the hospital, mm-hmm. but saying that the wife had a restraining order on him. Oh my God. So he and was even like, was you know, that could have been the reason. Yeah. So he was coming in there maybe to do something to her. I don't know, but, um, Ended up there being the security guard um, named Bobby Smallwood was the one that was killed in the shooting, unfortunately. Um, mm -hmm. And then um, another staff member was injured by like shrapnel, um, some kind of shrapnel that followed the shooting. So, uh, there's no real update on their condition at all. Um, but it's still, it's just like, oh, yeah. awful. It is. And you never go to work expecting, especially when, you, I don't know, you're a security guard at a hospital. Mm-hmm. You're not expecting, I mean, expecting to die. Going to remove no. someone from the labor and delivery unit. I mean... It's just no, absolutely not terrible, and um, it really is. And the, the suspect really is. was caught by the police and shot. So he's yeah, he dead. fled, um, and they chased him, and then ended up like shooting into the car, and then they found him. So yeah, it's just so that's that. really really terrible, and yeah. our heart goes out to the families um, of both Bobby Smallwood and the other staff member that was, that was hurt. Um, Also, I think we said the date wrong. I think it happened on Saturday, not the 24th. So the Saturday was the 22nd. Whoopsies. Yeah. Okay. The 22nd. Sorry about Um, that. Happened on Saturday. The article came out that we were reading on the 24th, (laughs) Um, but that's okay. Um, yeah, her my goes out cousin, to them and like, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's fucked up. I my cousin who works, she doesn't work at that hospital, but she works at another hospital in Portland. Um, mm-hmm. And her coworker knows the um, security officer who was killed. So it's just like oh. you know, it's close to home. Like it's like it's very what, small three world. degrees of separation or whatever. It's just separation. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy and yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just... I don't really know what... The... It's just scary, like... And it's unfair. And I feel like there's so many changes that need to be made with, I mean, mm-hmm. gun control, obviously. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and security in hospitals and, like, I don't know. It's just not fair for us yeah. to have to worry for our lives going in to just like take care of babies. <laughs> right. But this is our country. Anywhere. Like exactly. This is the state of the country. <laughs> and the United States has surpassed 
400 mass shootings uh, this year so far. So that's um, great. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. So clearly something needs to happen there. Yeah. uh, Clearly something needs to happen. Um, And I don't know, like, there's a multitude of things that need to change, you know, like mental health, access to guns. Right. Security, like all of the things. Um, But I don't. Yeah. Things should be taken (sighs) seriously too. Like if nurses are concerned, like our concerns need to be taken seriously immediately. Mm -hmm. And people need to be looked more seriously at. Like clearly this man was uh, um, unstable. He shouldn't have been allowed in the unit at all. I mean, it's confusing, mm-hmm. especially what if he had a restraining order placed against him, while, why he was even allowed to be on the unit in the first place, which I don't really know, like, the details on that, but. Um, right, yeah, that wasn't listed in, like, any other article that I found, so I'm not sure, and that was just, like, what the friend said about the guy's wife, so um, I'm not, like, sure the validity of that, but mm-hmm. it's just what it said in the article. Um, and, yeah, what I don't know how – there's a lot we don't know, like, how he gained access to the hospital, to the unit itself. Like, I mean, clearly uh, the security guard was killed, so did he do that to be able to gain access, you know? Um, or was it he came in brandishing the weapon and then – the they security guard came in. running. I don't know. Right. You know, that doesn't tell us. It doesn't tell us what happened. Um, but. <sighs> and I, you know, I also feel bad for all of the nurses that were there that day. All of the moms probably giving birth who had to be aware that there's someone getting murdered oh down the hall from them. Oh, my God. Yeah. An already oh. super stressful <laughs> situation. I'd be traumatized forever. Yeah, anybody that had to witness it, I mean, it's just... So sad. It's supposed to be like... I mean, things go wrong, obviously, in in the hospital in general and in labor and delivery, but it's supposed to be like the happiest day of your life and and everything, and instead, Mm -hmm. like, forever you're going to remember that. Yeah. And for all those nurses and other staff members. Fully tainted. Yeah, like imagine having to go back to work the next day. Yeah, because babies are still going to be born. You can't like shut down the unit. Nope. Like that's would be so awful. Yeah, it's scary. Awful, awful, awful. That's really scary. I can't even begin to imagine. And like it really is like a daily thing that I feel like – If you ask any nurse, they've had an experience with some sort of threat, whether it was directly to them or to one of their coworkers or, oh, yeah, Mm -hmm. like we've we've been threatened as a unit collectively, like this person's not allowed in or like I said before about like having the person's photo at the the front of the thing or I've seen Mm -hmm. people having to be uh, escorted in by security officers and like basically watch the entire time they're visiting and that's just a name of the 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 job like it's a name of the game and it's shrugged off a lot because it's just so normal not only 
at our jobs, mm-hmm. but like in this country in general. And it's just like, it shouldn't be. No. <laughs> it's just blatantly, it just shouldn't be that way. Like, and I think we don't do as much like safety training or maybe like de-escalation training as we should. Um, I think especially in units like, I mean, any unit, but especially like, okay, a NICU where you're going to be, there's already like high stress um, parents and like that whole situation or like the ED, like learning, you know, de-escalation techniques or how to like chat with parents that are like getting more, more and more frustrated and like how to avoid getting to the point where you need to call security or anything like that. Like that's pretty far and few between, I feel like, but I have yeah. no idea how and to do that. Especially as a traveler, like I don't know what to do. Like, who am I supposed to call? Where do you find the phone number? Where, like, I remember being like months and months in to my assignment, my recent assignment. And, and then someone one day was like, do you know where the, like the button is to press? Like if we need to like call security and I was like, no. And they were like, oh, it's right here under the desk. And I was like, I, yeah, I, sh- it's something that needs to be added to the forefront of our minds as travelers, like to ask about that. Sure. That's not always the first thing that we think of because we're thinking about how to take care of our patients, which is our priority. But like, yeah. Yeah. What about if a sh- if someone comes in with a gun, what do you do? Where do you, hi- where do you, where do you hide? Like, where do you go first? I mean, that's like, yeah, yeah. I think like unit specific trainings are need to happen. Cause like you do have like a general, like hospital, I think orientation to that. Like if you're staff, especially, but I mean, you watch those video or modules as a traveler. Right. But like right, having right. a really specific orientation on that would be really helpful like where do you hide like I know you call this number whatever you know to say that there's an active shooter and then they do like cold silver but like then what happens then what the fuck do you do yeah run hide fight yeah. right isn't that the what you're supposed to do run is first sounds about right but where but do you like, hide <laughs> yeah and I always think about like depending on how your unit is shaped and what it looks like, but there's always going to be somebody who's working closest to the door. So I always think about that. I'm like, Mm -hmm. Oh, if someone comes in today with a gun, I'm first to die. Like I think about that every time I go to work. Oh God. I'm like, Oh Oh, no, that's terrible. Especially in West Virginia, no offense y'all, but like, I mean, there's just a lot of guns there. Like, yeah, I don't know. There just are. So I was like, Oh yeah. A little scarier. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I would panic. And you know what the answer is, Emily? Wearing a bulletproof that. vest to work and bringing, bringing your own gun to protect yourself. Obviously. Oh, my God. Oh my Can you God. imagine oh, you. having a little gun in our, in our scrub pocket? Perfect. That's exactly what we need. <gasps> oh, gosh. That would be so scary. <laughs> I'm just thinking about those like emergency buttons, you know, to call security. And yeah, 
They're mostly like what at a nurse's station or at like the secretary desk, right? Mm-hmm. Are there? Is that where yours was? It wasn't like um, all over I mean, the unit. I think the secretaries have them, and then certain nurses stations did. I think mm. underneath. Yeah. 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 But I, I feel know. like even what the people that have worked there for a while, like. Unless you're looking and remembering where they are every single day, you're not using them every single day. So, like, what are the odds that your hand right. is going to find it in the exact moment that you need to hit it? And I don't know. Yeah. It's like a code button. <laughs> where is it? Yeah, it's like, where? where is it? <laughs> well, staff assist. Uh, let me just yell. <laughs> I can't find the button. Um, help. <laughs> help me. Um. Yeah, I don't, I don't like it. I don't, it makes me nervous. I mean, we have minimal security where I work now. So I'm like, yeah, anyone, we don't have a security guard. Anyone can just like walk in. It's fine. Right. Everything's fine. It's just a, just kind of trust, trust in humanity, which is, extremely hard to do yeah i know and then it, it's, it really is like i mean it really could happen anywhere um groceries like literally anywhere target mm-hmm. grocery store show walking in the park like movie theater yeah concerts. i do think about that whenever i go into places that are really crowded i'm like uh cool where this is where i die um like a big concert or a festival. I'm like, okay, this is terrifying to me. Yeah. But, and then like the mass but you chaos also, and trying to escape yeah, stampeding fuck. people. Yeah. Mm. That's my nightmare. Seriously. Thank you. You just, but like you can't live your life being terrified all the time too. You know, you have to live. Right. So it's just a really weird. It I still is. have to and, go to and, work. Um, I'd love to hear from, I know we have some listeners that are not in the U.S. I'd love to hear your perspective because it's crazy. I know that like this is pretty much like, um, you know, the U.S.'s experience with other countries are not like this. Like the fact that we're talking about this and it's so normal and we have to think about this every day, that's not other countries' experiences which is hard for us right. to even understand because unfortunately we've been so desensitized to it because how many sh- did we say how many shootings there have been in the in the US in this year 400 over 400 and, over 400 it just it said surpass 400 i can see what the actual and it's July. number is correct like we're um, 6 months in so yeah you if you live somewhere else like i'd love to 400 ma- over 400 mass shootings in just over 200 days. <laughs> Good. Cool. 410 shootings as of July 25th. So, as of yesterday. Just, just casual. Very, very That's cool. insane. That's yeah. insane. That's over That's over <sighs> two days. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean – yeah, if if there's anybody listening from another country, just let us let us know what your experience is because I'd love to hear like what differences you find in your hospitals, what protections mm-hmm. you have in place, 
what experiences mm-hmm. you have with with guns, if any, and or like aggressive parents or threats mm-hmm. or anything like that. Because, yeah, I mean, yeah, I feel like we need to learn from other countries because other countries seem to have it together, and um, we do not. Right. Yeah, like, what can we do differently? I'd love to know. Um, not I'd that love to we just, personally you can know. make a huge difference, but um, we can try. <laughs> sure, try talking about it. Um, spurring mm-hmm. conversation is important, but yeah. Other than that, I mean, I it's legislation. Hundred percent. So yeah, Legis- it, Yeah, it is. It all boils down to like legislation access to mental health resources and access to guns yeah all of it matters all of it does i wanted to bring this up too because i found a couple articles just on the uh, amount of hospital-based shootings that there have been in the u.s um and I found it interesting because I found two different studies, one from 2000 to 2011, and then one from 2012 to 2016. So from between 2000 and 2011, there were 154 hospital-related shootings. 91 of them were inside the hospital and 63 were on the hospital grounds. Um, and then in 2012 to 2016, in only a four-year period versus a an 11-year period, there were 88 shootings so like Hmm. i mean that's wild and um those caused the ones the more recent ones caused 121 casualties 54 of them were um like victims and 67 of them were perpetrators but the majority of these shootings uh happen in the emergency department so i'd be curious to talk to also just like an ed nurse and see if they have any more training on this you know like if this is something that happens more frequently in the emergency department like is this something that you guys receive more training on and how to de-escalate or where to go and where to hide and what to do i would hope so yeah because they're they're like right i feel like right in the front of the hospital like people just walk right in there yeah, there and has then, to be like so much more emerg- emergency preparedness, like in general. Yeah, at least like NICU yeah. and labor and delivery are usually locked units, but that also means it's usually mm-hmm. parents who are committing mm-hmm. acts. But I do feel mm-hmm. like I don't have any stats on this, but I just I feel like I've heard a lot lately about labor and delivery, postpartum, NICU, like angry parents coming in. And wanting to shoot up the nurses and stuff. Right. It's like, oh. (laughs) Thanks. Yeah, there was that one back in um back back in October that happened in Dallas that the shooter's girlfriend like had just delivered their baby and he was granted access to you know visit her, except he was also just paroled like literally five days prior. Or no, a year prior. Um, he was paroled a year prior for aggravated robbery and everything. And then they said, yes, you can come visit the babies. And then he hit his girlfriend multiple times in the head with the gun and then said, we're both going to die today. Whoever comes into this room is going to die with us. And then shot two nurses. 
Oh, yes. I remember that now. Yes. Yeah, that one. I'm like, but there's, I feel like more and more, I don't know. That might be the other one that I was thinking of, but I felt like that this has happened recently again, you know, like on a labor and delivery unit. And it's just like. So clearly like there needs to be, yeah, there needs to be more security and more education at the very Mm -hmm. least. I mean. Mm Mm-hmm. Baseline. (laughs) Very frame. Baseline. That's what needs to happen. Yeah. It really is, really is scary. I feel like as nurses, we're like on high alert to listen out for alarms and like our adrenaline is like already high, but, but we're not like thinking that we ourselves are at risk. Like our minds aren't there. Like when you're Mm -hmm. in with a patient, like you're so focused on giving the med correctly, checking this and checking Mm -hmm. your pumps and charting correctly and like focusing so much on that. Like I wonder if reaction time and stuff would be like slower and I don't know. It's just scary because. That's an interesting point. It is a really interesting point. Or would we be faster because we're kind of already in fight or flight? I don't know. In that heightened state? Yeah, I don't know. Mm -hmm. We do exist at a higher state of (laughs) adrenaline and like cortisol levels baseline, which is just like terrible uh, for us. Not healthy. um, No, not healthy whatsoever. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just laughing because it's so ridiculous. Um, But... Yeah, that is a really like, hmm. I don't want to test that theory. No. Like, no desire to test that theory, but <laughs> it would be interesting to know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I was going to say that I, I would be curious, you know, if anyone else has experienced more training in their hospital, um, for stuff like this and like what that looked like. Um, or if you've had any experiences with security issues yourself and while in the workplace, send us a DM, send us an email. We want to hear about it. Yeah. And we can definitely share, share that. Cause this I think is a topic that definitely we need to talk about more and just how agreed, how to improve this is going to be by, you know, changing legislation, but by also like getting word out there that these things are continuing to happen um, and bringing light right. to them. Yeah. And I think that people like us and people like our listeners, I mean, who knows, like there might be some people who are, have an education role or something. And even if they don't, I mean, I think we all have power to bring up our concerns with this topic. Like you could bring it up to your manager and even mm-hmm. volunteer to like, Hey, you know, I've been thinking a lot about the increase of um, hospital and hospital shootings and violence towards healthcare workers. I was wondering if we could do um, a little, I don't know, presentation on what to do on our unit specifically to, so that we're better prepared or so that everybody's on the same page. I think um, like we do have at least the power to do that. For sure. You can't really stop someone from bringing I mean, a gun in, but. But we can know how to handle it if it does happen or know better how to handle it at least. Um, yeah. 
that just even makes me think about like my little clinic that I work in, you know, we've never gone over anything like this and me being in the quote unquote education role at this, at my workplace. Like I I feel like I could definitely, you know, bring this to my boss and be like, Hey, this is an education idea. I think this would be just like prudent for us to figure out. Um, Cause like we can lock some doors, but not, like they like there's a lobby and then you can lock the door to get back into like pre and post op mm-hmm. but if they're already through there then like you're kind of fucked so right right <laughs> yeah we got to figure and it's that like out not something but i don't think you want to figure out like you can't figure it out if it's too late you know it's not something that you want right, to think about exactly. in the moment you want to have at least yeah something in the back of your head subconsciously like oh i've Excuse me. I've like heard this before. I've yeah. I've I know kind of yeah. what to do. But no, I don't think that's it sucks. A bad idea it at all. sucks that we have to plan for it. But I think you do. I think you do because you don't want to die. Yeah. At work <laughs> or better to all, be but, safe. You know. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. God, it's awful. It's awful that we even have to talk about this. But I know. It's reality, though. That's the thing. It is. It is real. Yeah, it is reality. Like, we have to, like, not necessarily accept it, but acknowledge that this is what's happening and, like, do what we can to protect ourselves and protect our patients yeah. and, like, our colleagues and uh, yeah. until something changes. And I'd love for our so. podcast to be, like, fun every week. <laughs> But yeah, I know. Sorry, guys. I feel like that would also be just like not, not, and I want it to be uplifting. I want it to be something that people enjoy listening to every week, Mm -hmm. but I think it's important and in staying true to who we are, like, because this is, this is part of nursing, part of, yeah, things that we have to think about. And yeah, I don't know. Right. It would be a misrepresentation of, the healthcare field if this was just like a positive Rainbows podcast all the time yeah <laughs> uh or just like of our lives in general too you know everyone's life has ups and downs and ups and flows so i think yeah i know it is but it is an important issue and we will continue to talk about important difficult issues on this podcast for sure yeah like like we said, let us know if you guys have any stories or like any other topics like this that you'd want us to cover too. We're always open to suggestions. Absolutely. Absolutely. Send them our way. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. And we'll yeah, be back with a lighter topic hopefully next week. <laughs> yeah. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Bye. Bye, guys. Out there. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I feel like we got some good stuff in there. Maybe. This podcast is produced by Emily Richardson and Hannah Quirk. The intro music is by Dan Lemire. Please help us out and rate, review, and subscribe. You can find us on Instagram at drunkordelirious or send us an email at drunkordelirious at gmail.com. 